What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Elevate Experience. The podcast about overcoming struggles and adversity and how that relates to addiction, recovery, and health. I am your host and the CEO of Elevate Addiction Services, Angie Manson. And I'm Dallas Terrell, co-host and life intervention counselor at Elevate. Thank you so much for joining us, and let's jump right in. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, we have a very special guest, Clint Riggins on. Riggin or Riggins? It's no S. Riggin. Riggin. I've been called Riggins my whole life, but Riggin. Okay, got it. Riggin. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time. I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, we're we're appreciative of you being here. Yeah, man. Likewise, I echo all of that and super excited to get into your story. Like we were kind of talking off the air. It's a, a spicy one. It's an interesting one, and I'm I'm excited to get into all of that, especially uh, the military stuff and all the travel. And I'm not gonna throw all the spoilers out right now, but you know, I think if you're comfortable with just kind of starting your story wherever you feel like it, I know for the audience there's some addiction peppered in there, which I'm super excited to get into too. Um, but wherever wherever you feel comfortable, Clint, is like perfect with us, man. We're we're casual, we're low key, we're not. There's no way to do this wrong. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, I'm probably the most authentic and vulnerable person uh, you'll meet. I love telling my story and love trying to help as many people as I possibly can. Cause I I've been through the shit, but I haven't really been through like the worst possible thing you could think of. So where I'm going to start is I joined the military military in 2011. You know, I was stationed in Whidbey Island from uh, 2011 to 2014. I then worked on E18 growlers. And when I was an aviation mechanic nice. from there, I moved over to Hawaii for six years, worked on MH60 Romeo helicopters everything was great. You know, I was top of my command. I was running a lot of leadership courses. I was a CFL for my command, which is the command fitness leader. I competed, oh, nice. in, which was sick. I mean, I, I got to help people in their fitness and it's, I think that's kind of where my, my coaching experience comes from and, and why I love to do what I do now. Soon what happened was after my, my first competition, I competed in my second competition in 2018, the Sean Wright classic. I won overall walked off the stage with a gold medal, but four months later, my thyroid completely stopped working. So if anybody knows anything about their thyroid, it controls everything in their body. I uh, couldn't sweat. My joints hurt. I slept for literally 17 hours a day Wow! and I was still tired. And when I say I was holding water in my whole body, I kind of looked like the Michelin man. So I went from the best looking, best shape I've ever been to just did a photo shoot on the beach. Look amazing to looking the worst I've ever looked in my life. And this is just something that happened naturally or something you were doing that created it? No, so I 100% did it to did something to create it. So I was on about 12 cc's of gear, which yeah, yeah. if anybody think about steroids, testosterone, um, I was on Masteron, EQ, Tren, Halos, you name it, T3, everything that my coach told me to take to get me down to where I needed to be to look the best on stage. Gotcha. Well, me, gotcha. Dumb and naive. Like I didn't know anything about steroids. I just listened to him and told, he told me what to do. Yeah. Well, when, when we stopped the comp, when we were done four months later, he just told me, Hey, if you don't rebound, don't worry about taking anything. You don't have to take a PCT, which is a post-cycle therapy or worry about any of those things. Well, that is completely wrong. So if anybody ever tells that to your listeners, don't ever do that. Because what's going to happen is your levels are at an all-time high, and then you're brought down to an all-time low. My testosterone was a 247. My estradiol was a 90. You know, my HDL was through the roof. My LDL was through the roof. And it was really, it was a point in my life where I, I didn't want to live anymore. You wow. know, I, uh, wow. I looked at a 45 that my roommate had. I pulled open the drawer. I pulled it open. I looked at it, and I said, is this going to be the time? And then... Thankfully, I put it back in the drawer and went back to sleep probably. But it was times like that where I look back now and I'm like, there was a reason that all this happened to me. There was a reason that I went through all of this in my life. And where the addiction comes into play, my roommate at that time was a big, big drug dealer. And also he was uh, somebody who owned a bunch of real estate and he just had a shitload of money. Wow. So what we would do every single weekend, you know, we just get eight balls, 
cocaine, lay it out on the table. Now, take in mind, I'm still in the Navy. Wow. You know, this is just it's just a weekly thing that we like to do because we're not going to pop on a drug test because we're pretty much, you know, limitless in our abilities. Well, that didn't, you know, happen for too long until I did pop on a drug test. Mm. I didn't pop on one drug test. I popped on two drug tests. So when I popped on the second drug test, they brought me in the DRB. Then they brought me in an XOI. Then they brought me in a captain's mask. So you have to go through all three of those to pretty much show that, hey, you're a piece of shit and we're trying to teach you a lesson. <laughs> wow. Did well, it work? <laughs> 100 percent because I went from E5 to all the way down to E3. Like okay. dropped two ranks. I lost all my positions. I lost everything in my job. I pretty much lost everything. Gotcha. So that's kind of their punishment, is they like take away your status. Yeah, they took away my status and then they gave me something called 4545, which is 45 days restriction, 45 days of half pay times two. So that means I got paid half, which now they already took my BAH, which is another $2,300. So take that off a paycheck. And then they cut $950 in half for the next 45 days. Wow. Put me in a room where I could only go out. I had to wear my uniform at all times. I had to clean shit. I had to, it was, man, that was a, that was a huge learning experience. And then my thyroid was still underactive. I was still gaining weight. And the doctor still had no idea what was wrong with me. Mm. Huh. Mm. So it's hitting you physically, mentally, freedom-wise, spiritually. Financially. Every, yeah, financially, every, every way. Every which way. Yeah. It, it, was, it was crazy. So after, after that point, you know, I finally got on some medicine, which is called Synthroid, if anybody knows what that mm-hmm. is. I started taking that medicine, and my thyroid went back to normal. My testosterone level started to go back to normal. Everything started to normalize. But it took the doctors four to six months for them to actually understand, listen, I'm not coming to you guys because I don't think I have a problem. I have a problem Yeah. because all they look at blood work, but really they didn't see all the symptoms that were happening with me. And I still remember this one time where I literally stayed up all night long on a weekday doing cocaine. I had a doctor's appointment that day. Mr. Riggin, uh, your heart rate's a little high. I was like, oh, man, yeah. I, just, I just had a coffee. I'm just nervous. And- yeah. <laughs> but um the doctors aren't stupid i went through a lot of tests and there's you know they have hipaa so they couldn't talk about anything with my command but they were like clint do you have a do you have an addiction and i said uh i mean i do cocaine sometimes yeah and they're like yeah you're a you have an arrhythmic beat in your heart Uh and i was like well that makes sense because when you're elevating your heart rate that much over and over and over again people really don't understand what that does to you and it took me three years to understand that three years after i got out of the military i would be doing drugs not every weekend but whenever i had the chance and it was it was open to me i would continue to do that Hmm. and it it wasn't until like a turning point my ex and i were in orlando we were going out for our friends uh i think it was like a going away party and she left me for three hours and I didn't know where she went. And I found out she went and did cocaine with a random stranger. And that was where I knew I was worth more in this world. That is where I got kicked out of the apartment. My shit was put outside. I had to sleep on a couch for 17 weeks. I joined Apex. I built Limitless in 17 weeks from, you know, a 5K a month company to doing 50 to 75K a month, just because I knew that I had something that I wanted to help as many people as I possibly can. And I would do whatever it took to make it happen. So that's that's pretty much the story of of how all this got created. Yeah, no, I love that, dude. I think uh, one of the questions that came up for me was, in the military, do they like condone or they drug test you for steroids? Like, are do they have like a stance on that? Like, would that have gotten you in trouble at all? Just curious. They don't, but before I got out, the actual, for them to give you a steroid test, it cost a command $10,000. Wow. And because they gotta I really went, got, they want to, they got to really want you. <laughs> yeah. And, and at that point they really wanted me because they were like, <laughs> man, this guy, and we need to really find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. So at the end they did put me on a steroid test. Um, but I was already hired tenured out of the command by the time I came back. So they spent $10,000 for nothing. Damn. Oh. I'm surprised they didn't take that out of your check too. Are <laughs> oh, right? Right? Like get a check later on, a couple years down the road. You get a bill. Yeah, because in my mind, like 
a bunch of dudes on steroids sounds kind of like a really good thing for like the military. You know, like I oh, have you ever seen the Marine Corps? Take out, take a look at the Marine Corps infantry. Probably most of those guys are. I mean, they just they just kind of put an eye to it. They, they don't really care, right? As long as they're doing their job. That's just it. If it's not affecting their performance, kind of like um, uh, weekend warriors, where you know they party they on the weekend, but as long as they can hold their shit together, functional addicts and alcoholics, it's uh, you're, they're far less exactly. likely to to be punished or caught if you're keeping all your stuff together. Exactly. And the one thing too, you talk about that weekend warrior. I I didn't realize that actually alcohol was my trigger for cocaine. Because yeah. then I looked at it and I was like, wow, I, every time I drink alcohol, I did cocaine. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't like I just wanted to do a bump here and there. I had to drink first. And then it was like, yo, you know what sounds really good to pair this with? Let's have some Coke. Yeah. And it, once I, I cut out alcohol completely and started 75 hard about seven months ago, everything, everything changed. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool, man. I, it's cool that you realized that was kind of like the catalyst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and they call it a gateway drug for a reason, because I think it lowers your inhibitions. And, uh, you know, perhaps if you didn't have, like you said, a propensity to want to go do cocaine, it definitely can trigger that where, where you want to, for sure. Right. I agree 100 yeah. percent. So you said you started the Limitless Coaching in 17 weeks after kind of like that breakup with the chick. So yep. what did you have intentions like? on coaching people through fitness because it's been like such a staple in your life or how did that idea come up or did you always know that like that was the goal for you or that was the vision yeah so august of 2020 is where i initiated this llc yeah nice in st louis when i was over at my sister's trying to figure out my life just got my unemployment in i was like trying to figure out what i wanted to do i saw this course most people see courses and they're like Oh, I want to change my life. I'm going to buy this course. I'm going to do this. Well, guess I didn't, I didn't touch it for four or five months. Yeah. So it was at that point where I was like, I bought this course. I haven't gone through the course. This is the time where I can really make a change in my life. This is the time where I can focus. I can go through this course. I can implement the certain things I need to. So what I did was I, I went through 17% of the course. I learned what I needed to. Nice. And then, and then made everything that you see by taking bits and pieces from that course. And now we have our own coaching Academy because I saw there's just a lot of things in there that change. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I saw better. And I've always had a dream of being able to coach people. I've always seen that fitness and health were lacking and a lot of people and a lot of my friends they didn't really understand it. And all of this came very natural to me because I was very in tune with this when I was in the military. I remember competing in my first like bodybuilding competition on bodybuilding.com where, you know, you do a progress picture and then you do another progress picture. And, you know, it's times like that where like I was dialing in, how do we, how do we calculate macros? What's a total daily expenditure of calories? What is a basal metabolic rate? What do all these things mean? So being able to get all that knowledge and, and understand the, the physics behind the body has always been very, very interesting to me. Yeah. And it sounds, and you like put the work in, you know, it's kind of like you said, I forget if that was, I think it was off air, but you were, you mentioned that your dad was an addiction counselor, but he was an, he was an addict prior to that. Like the prerequisite is required for what you're doing too. Like you've spent years and years training, eating, disciplined, going to the gym, even when you don't want to. Mm. So yep. it's kind of like you have all that experience to give to these people and you can't buy that. You can't read that in a course, that experience that you have. Exactly. I think that's why people invest in a coach or consulting or whatever it may be is because you have that experience. Right. I wish I invested in the apex before oh, a long time ago, but I didn't know about it. But what, being able uh, to what be- is the apex? I don't know about it either. Oh, you don't know about apex either? Well, no, think about it. No, no. um, this is my moment. You're surrounded with um, high-producing, high-achieving individuals that all they want is the best in your success. And they are all vetted. So if you have anything that you need, you can go to, say, the Facebook groups and put one post out and say, hey, look, I'm looking for a roofer in this state. You'll probably get 20 different comments and five different messages in a matter of oh, wow. just because there's so many people in there that understand like, all right, cool. This is what he needs. Let me send him this guy. I've used him before. And you don't have to worry about going on Google or anything else because it's all vetted and you know that they're going to do a good job. 
Gotcha. Okay, cool. And then so when you joined it, what did it do for you? Like how did what was the big takeaways from you from like being in that group? So when I joined Apex, uh, I immediately went through building your machine. So it's about 28 weeks and it really teaches you how to build a company and what you need to do to be visible to other people. Got it. So the biggest thing they tell you is like, you need to have your dream 25. Think about 25 people that you want to work with companies or whatever it might be that are going to put you in front of the people that you want to. So like on my dream 25, like it was Ryan Stuman, who's the CEO. I flew on a jet with him last month to San Diego. Nice. You know, that's knock that off. And then you go to the next one. And then you go to the next one. And it teaches you how do you make a Facebook group? How do you put content in that Facebook group? How do you make scheduled posts? How do you use social media to your advantage? How do you do all these different things to really build yourself a business without knowing how to do it? And also, I think it was the second week or third weekend, I found my marketing company that brought me from, you know, 3K to 5K to, to 50, 75K months. And then after that, I found my operations team who they're both in Australia within that group. Oh, wow. And now, you know, two weeks, actually a week ago, I just signed a shareholder agreement. Now they're partners in Limitless. Yeah, nice. So Congrats. It, it's, in, it's insane what, what has happened in, you know, just the last couple months when you're able to focus and have those people around you to, they really want to see you grow. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing, it sounds like, and, and maybe this is a byproduct of, of COVID like, cause it, this originated what in the end of, or in August of last year, where we were all sort of in a whole different situation. Do you think that that helped you get put on the path that you're on because of those circumstances? I agree. 100%. I, and I tried a couple different things. So I, I wanted to uh, do drop shipping. So I bought, I bought a course for drop shipping Nice. because I thought I was going to be a millionaire overnight. Uh, <laughs> anybody who tries drop shipping or have done drop shipping, that shit's really hard. Uh, <laughs> and tedious. Like I, I made my own website, watched a four hour YouTube course, tried to run Facebook ads, spent a sh like probably like 500 bucks on one day because I didn't know what I was doing. But it was at that point where I was like, all right, what am I good at or what do I really understand and where can I help people? Because people have seen me do fitness and nutrition, you know, through the years before. And a lot of my clients came from the Navy. Like when I started this company, I started with one, then two, and then three friends. And then I had whole shops in the military that are all changing their life through Limitless. And that's what really is really cool. Like the impact that you can make mm -hmm. and our biggest thing too is we work with a lot of veterans our, our nice. biggest goal is as many veterans as we possibly can we um we launched a learning management system for about thirty-five thousand of them just uh a month ago we're now partnered with the reverend warriors which has about nineteen thousand of them go and speak in front of 200 board members on january 15th of 2022 you know these all of these things would have never like opened up to me if i would have never put myself out there and as you can see, I'm, I'm very vulnerable because I think people under, need to understand that nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. Nobody at all. Like we all go through shit every single day. Oh yeah. That's part of being a human. Exactly. It's but a prerequisite how, to being a human too. <laughs> yeah. But so a lot of people don't know how to take it. And I'm sure you guys understand that. Like a lot right. of people don't know how to take the failures and they feel yep. like a failure. Yep. I, I love to fail. Because it teaches me a lesson every single day of how I'm going to be better or how I can teach somebody to be better or somebody in my company or whatever it may be. So we can be the best that we could possibly be over and over. Yeah, I think that's huge, man. I think that's a big point. It's, I always kind of tell people like it's hard to know what to do when you don't know what to do, right? It's hard to like exactly. do something you've never done before. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand with the failure thing. You know, it's like, if you don't know what to do, how are you going to navigate that? And that's why I really like to subscribe to the idea of having a coach or having a therapist or having a sponsor. Like it's, there's someone that's, you know, what do they say? There's no like unique problem anymore in this world. Like we've all, we've gone through all of them. So there's somebody else out there that's navigated what, what you're going through or what you have gone through. And the idea that we're like unique and no one else knows what's going on with us or how to help us is 
like not true you know not true at all not true well and i think that's why we try to prepare like our graduates like just because you get sober doesn't mean all of a sudden the world is wonderful and no more bad things happen because you're doing the right thing like all bad things keep happening you're just now sober and you get to confront it head on and not run from it or check out from it and i think that can be confusing for people who think hey i'm doing the right things why is bad stuff still happening and you just got to be like yeah that's life get prepared except now you can handle it better Anybody that comes through our six month transformation program, I tell them like at the end, I'll be like, Hey guys, listen, I'm not your coach anymore, but I need you to understand that everything you learned from us, you need to keep going through in life. Not just because your friends tell you to do this and you're not on a coaching program anymore, whatever it may be. You're a grown ass adult. Yeah. 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 Learned everything you need to. Now let's take that through life and let's teach other people. Let's Let's shine your light somewhere else. Go through the teachings and the things that you've learned through Limitless. Either you can refer them to us so they can change their life as well, or maybe you can teach them a thing or two. I just want to be able to spread positivity and love and help as many people as I possibly can because the world we live in is up. And I'm sure you guys understand that. And, and a lot of people understand that. Mm-hmm. And especially now too, like nobody is motivated to do anything, yep. especially with the unemployment that came in and, and everybody's got all this money and they feel it. Well, that's gone now. So time to get a job and time to time to hustle up and let's get your life together. Yeah. No, I like that, dude. I like that. And it's, you know what? Like one thing I heard when I first became a counselor at Elevate, uh, I forget who told me right now in this moment, I, I could probably remember if I sat and tried, but someone told me that like to be a good counselor, it doesn't, you don't need to like know the most, you need to care the most. And I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty like eye opening. Like if, if you care enough, you'll be able to help somebody, you know? I agree. And that was kind of the vibe I'm getting from you is like, you really care. You really want to help people. And if you want to help people that much, you'll figure out the how, obviously you figured out how, but it's it's good to get that from someone, you know, like I needed to figure out how to help people and I did. And I think that's important. I think that's what lacks a lot in what I saw in online fitness coaching as well. Oh, if yeah, you dude. I was going to ask you about that kind of your opinion yeah, man, on the space, dude, because I have mine. It's it's crazy. You might see your influencer that you want to be like and you don't know, but you're just going to be thrown into a template. You're going to get a fitness and nutrition plan and the same thing that 900,000 other people got. And they're going to say, good luck to you and here, take my money. Yeah. And that is not what coaching is about. You know, you need three things to be successful in all areas of your life, a proper plan, accountability, and a community of people to support you. If yeah. you have those three things, you could do anything in this world. But if you drop any, all three of them or one of them, you're going to fail. That's why I tell all my clients, as long as you stay accountable with me, you follow the plan and you surround yourself with a community of people that want to see you succeed, you're going to crush it. Isn't, isn't a part of it though, too, is there has, they have to want it as much as you want it for them. Cause I know for us, we run into that in the program and we, we have counselors who get very frustrated because it almost seems like we care more than the person does. And it's very hard to like pull them along when they don't care as much as you do. Yes. 100%. Uh, when I get on calls with people and, and we go through the qualification process to see if they can actually, you know, if they in the position to work with limitless. I'll know right off the bat if their, their mindset's in it. And, you know, our first thing we get on the call is says, Hey man, I got about 25, 30 minutes. How I can make a difference in your life. Are you excited? And if I don't get anything but a resounding yes, then I already know that call is probably going to be, you know, something I got to bring up the tempo or energy or they're not really, they're not really feeling it. Right. But it's right. our job, our goal to really, you know, show them that perceived value and show them like, listen, you can make this change. And I know you're scared. I know you're nervous. I was nervous too. When I went to the gym, I was nervous when I did my first meal prep, I was nervous for all of these things, but you need to take that next step and make, take that direction in your life. And it's going to take, yeah, because nothing in the world is free, right? You know, but having people understand that, and that's still something that I work with my team every single day of how, how do we show that value without being pushy? Right, right, right. Without sounding like too salesy. Exactly. Like how exactly. do I how do I like show you I care without trying to like oversell you a product? Right, 
Right. So it's a fine it, dance, I, right? It, yeah. 100%. It's, it's all about how much, how much value can you really show, but also getting into those pain points and understanding the client. You know, when I first yeah. started in sales, phew, I was so bad. I was, <laughs> I, I was just like, listen, yeah, dude, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're a piece of shit. Da, da, da. I didn't actually say that, but that's how it was coming off of. Right. But right, really right. you need to understand where they're coming from and they're coming to you for help. So if you can help them in some way and show them that you can help them, they're most likely to going to buy or invest in your program. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So Clint, I have a question for you. Um, I want to pick your brain a little bit on kind of what you think about this. But in my mind, and it's I'm biased because I've been working out for a long time and mm-hmm. this stuff comes easy for me, right? So it's like, um, what do you think gets, like in my mind, let me restart that. In my mind, working out, losing weight seems pretty simple. Like eat less calories, work out more. Like in theory, it seems a little bit simple. So what gets in the way of people doing this? Like what gets in the way of people not being able to pull off losing weight, staying healthy, keeping on a diet? Like to me, it seems like stuff gets in the way rather than like a lack of understanding. What do you think? Directly correlated to your mindset. I, I can 100% say that. Yeah. If you don't think that you can do something, then you're never going to do it. So if you don't think you can lose 50 pounds, if you don't think you can eat healthy, if you don't think you can work out, because we, we go through this, oh, oh, I don't have time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, don't, I can't eat healthy. Oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Or, you know, you know, this guy, I remember, and also stems from your past too. Like a lot of people with their past, yeah. if you ask them, they'll be like, yeah, like I was called fat my whole life or I was this. And people take that past and they never live for the future. Right. I always tell people, listen, you're driving a car. You're not looking at the real windshield wipe or real windshield, the, <laughs> the rear view mirror. You're looking in front of you because if you keep looking at the rear view mirror, you're going to crash. Yeah. That's the same thing with your life keep looking forward and know you can do something. So when I tell people, I was like, they're like, yeah, I'm trying to get down to like, you know, 220, 225. I was like, where, where do you really want to be? They're like, oh, 185. I was like, all right, let's make it happen. Yeah. It's 100% possible, but you really just doubt yourself. And if people stop doubting themselves and consistency too, I just gave you three, but. No, that's consist- great. That's great. Consistency is going to be the biggest thing. Starting. Like actually just, hey, walking a couple times a week. If you weigh 400 pounds, I'm going to tell you right now, you probably shouldn't be in the gym. You shouldn't be on a stair stepper. Just make some healthy habits. Drink only water. Eliminate Coke out of your your diet. Start eating more vegetables. You know, if I bring on anybody that's even over 300 pounds, then we don't even start them at the gym. Right. Because smart healthy habitual habits into their daily routine. And I can tell you right now, you do that in the next month, you're probably gonna drop 20, maybe 25 pounds. Yeah. Who knows? Your body's gonna come through a whole different orbit of something it's never even experienced before. I know for myself, I've uh, off and on yo-yo dieted for my whole entire life. I mean, it's why I started doing methamphetamine because I thought I was fat, but so I've, I've, I've done this my whole life and I know for myself, I'll reach a point and be like, oh, good. And then I'll take my foot off the brake and then it all starts coming back on again. And so it's just right. this like up and down my entire life. And it wasn't until this last year uh, with 75 hard and everything else is where you hit it, which is consistency. It's not like you do it. Now you're done. It's you do it and you keep doing it. Now it's a lifestyle and that's how you keep it off. And that's how you prevent that from, you know, coming on and going off so many times. Oh, I agree. 100%. The basic like cool too, with my clients to be like, I'm going on vacation. I'll be like, all right, awesome. But are you not going to go to the gym? Are you, you just going to take that whole part of your lifestyle away just because you're going on vacation? I can tell you right now, you go on vacation, you get a workout in, you're going to feel a lot better when you eat those calories because you're not going to be putting on those calories like you would if you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you earned it. You earned it. Yeah. You I tell it. people, you want to earn that cheat meal? Go to the gym, hit your cardio, and you can have your cake and muffins and all the other shit that you want to eat too. <laughs> that's me. I'm that guy. That's me. That's from you every day, though. That's, yeah. not, that's not just vacation, Dal. That's just you. Not every day. He's very not lucky. He has a super day. high metabolism where he can kind of eat oh, whatever I can just he wants. Tell. 
<laughs> you have like the ectomorph body type, I'm sure. Like you're shredded, but like you, it's hard for you to put on muscle, but you can also eat whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah, more or less. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, I don't, yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I was, well, I was like going back in my head. I'm like, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, I think there was like one point where I was like 225, 230, and it was like, Dude, if I didn't eat like 4,000 calories, it was coming off. Like I just, I couldn't keep it even if I wanted to. And now I'm like 190, but I just could not keep extra weight on me to save my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's the hardest part too, is like understanding your body type because people are like an ectomorph, an endomorph or a mesomorph. And those are three totally different body types. So when you see Chad eating, you know, McDonald's and Big Macs all day, but he also has an eight pack because he weighs 130 pounds. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean Jenny over here, you know, can do the same thing, but she works at a desk job and she's has an endomorph body type. Right. What does that That's mean? Where, can you explain those types? I've never heard that before. Yeah. So an ectomorph is like, um, like gentleman right here. Like he can't really put on muscle that fast because his metabolism is so quick. So he's literally just a, a fat burning furnace. Now, an endomorph is usually somebody who's a little bigger, a little bigger boned and doesn't really have that X factor um, type to their body, the big shoulders, small waist. Then a mesomorph can actually put on muscle a little faster than most and also doesn't hold that much body fat. Mm. So I'm more of like a mesomorph. I've been blessed, but also I understand that, man, you better keep your hormones balanced because that mesomorph will just go straight away. Yeah. Yeah. If your thyroid's out of of whack. (laughs) And that applies to men and women. That's a universal. Yeah, yeah okay. universal all around. Okay. It's like body type classifications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like tall and lengthy, kind of like short and stocky-ish. Like exactly. Plays exactly. kind of off of those. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying to place myself in there. <laughs> you can be whatever you want to be, Ange. Thanks. When you were younger, think about your younger physique and, and how you looked. Like if you were a skinnier type or you were a little bigger or were you more of like that middle, that middle physique? I'm going to say middle, right in the middle. But in my mind, because of, you know, being a girl and, and all that, I thought I was way overweight. But I think I was just oh, sure. totally in the, in the middle. It's, it's crazy when I talk to some women and they're like, oh, I'm just so overweight. I was like, Jen, you weigh, you weigh 140 pounds. How are you overweight? Yeah, you're right on the dot. Yeah. <laughs> right on the dot. You're right where you need to be. She's like, I want to be 115. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. But that was something I came to terms with, I think, about three, four years into CrossFit. I'm like, I'm not losing any weight. But they're like, but look at all the muscle you've gained. Muscle weighs more than fat. Like, you got to throw the scale away. It's not about the, what you see on the scale. You got to, you know, just... How does how do your clothes fit? How do you feel? And and it took a long time for me to finally uh, transition my brain to accepting that and recognizing that. That is by far one of the biggest things I deal with with my clients is, Clint, I'm not seeing the scale drop. Clint, why are these numbers not changing? Yep. And then what I'll do is I'll send them a progress picture from when they started to where they are now, and I'll be like, Does the scale matter? Because yeah. you're absolutely crushing it. You're you're not wearing an extra large anymore. You're wearing a large. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Your body is going to take time. Yeah. You know, your body takes time to actually get to the point where it needs to be. And then they're all, there is a stopping point. There is a point where your body is going to be like, all right, cool. That's enough. That's how much muscle we can hold. That's how much fat we can lose. And then unless you're competing or going into a competition, that's where you get down to those lower levels. But if you're just trying to live a normal life, there, there's certain things that you can do. And you're not going to really get to that point of being shredded. I'm sorry. It's just, it's, you don't want to be where I'm at right now. Low energy levels, you know, it's, it's tough for sure, but I know what it takes and I have the the drive and I want to, you know, show people that, you know, whatever, anything's possible. Yeah, no, that's awesome, dude. Mm -hmm. And I think, I guess I was curious about that too. Like for you taking off that last let's just say 10 pounds you know like that final leaning out phase like that's a long process right like that's not like a two-week thing yeah so we're uh we're currently three weeks out right now i weighed in last at 209 pounds and what are you um, shooting and, for um, well i pre well i can be 230 on stage that's yep. my that's the weight so uh, we're doing low carb. We're, we're pretty much doing like a medium carb, low carb 
low carb and then a high carb. Uh-huh. My high carb days are about 650, 700 grams of carbs because we have the metabol- metabolism dialed in and you know we're at the leanness where we need to be. Uh-huh. My biggest thing is really just bringing those hamstrings next. It's the last part of fat to go for me. So we have about 30 minutes of cardio on the stair stepper after every single workout, which uh, isn't a bad compared to my last competition. Because when I competed in Hawaii in 2018, I was on two hours of cardio Oof, a dang. day and 50 grams of carbs a day so that was death and so what's the like for the stair i know like stair steppers like a common like cardio Mm -hmm. like route to take for kind of people in the industry that you're in is there is there other options like do any of you guys row or run or use like uh the stationary bikes or is stair stepper just kind of like the the most efficient so the stair stepper, if you think about it, when you're pressing down every single time, you're actually engaging the quads and the hamstrings. Yeah. So you're actually getting those depths of the muscle when you cut the body fat away that you really need those lines on stage. Gotcha. And also the stair stepper also burns the most calories because oh, as long as you don't hold on to the sides and act like you're dying. But they, um, if you look at somebody on a treadmill, what they're going to do is they'll put their hands up top like this yeah. or they'll hold the sides well i mean you just took away probably like 200 calories that you could be burning because you Mm -hmm. wanted to put your hands up there and a lot of people don't understand that and also your heart rate matters more than just the number on that you know treadmill people see oh i burned 540 calories well you probably didn't you probably burned about 340 calories because your heart rate wasn't really at the point where it needed to be by the time it got to the time on there right right that right off of that, but you have to be at a 65% heart rate for you to even get to that fat burning stage. So there's a lot of misinformation when it comes to what people do and what works for other people. I can hate the stair stepper. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's probably one of the worst things I could ever think about after a workout. <laughs> oh but, yeah. It sounds awful, man. <laughs> I know that it has to be done, but after the competition, you talk about rowing, like I want to get into like functional. I want to get into rowing and uh, more like CrossFit oriented run, do my first Ironman. I'm kind of done with the whole competition, stepping on stage for 30 seconds, flexing my muscles. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I, it, it's one of those things like, I, I can't wait to do it again, but I also can't wait to explore other avenues as well. Yeah, no, that's awesome, dude. It sounds like you're excited mm-hmm. to like use your body too, like kind of use it in a different way. Instead of just like oh, showing sure. it off, it's like, let's see what it can do. <laughs> let's do some cool shit with it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the best thing about when you really get down in that lower body fat, you really see what you sculpted. Right. You see like all of the hard work come out for that 30 seconds to a minute, whatever it is. And it's really, it's kind of all worth it because you get some great shots, you get some great memories. And then, but I mean, you're, you're dead to the world on that stage. I'll tell you right now. I mean, you're eating ice cubes and stuffing muffins down your throat without any water. So it's, it, yeah, man, fun, that sounds fun. terrible. That dried my mouth out. <laughs> I mean, I mu- like, well, muffins can't be that bad. Come on. But no water? Yeah, that would but be But no rough. water. Think, try taking cinnamon. Try doing the cinnamon challenge. Oh, yeah. Like. Rough. Rough. <laughs> well, I, I agree as far as, like, the stairs. Like, I struggle. Like, I do a lot of weighted walking with um, the weight vest or the rucksack, and hills kill me no matter how fit i am i go on a hill and it kills me so there must be something to that as opposed to i could just walk forever you know in a flat surface but once i hit a hill it really kicks my ass oh yeah when you get that incline up there yeah you really start getting your body working and and that's another thing too like so you see people on a treadmill and they'll go at like maybe a five percent incline they think they're doing something bump that baby up to 15%, go for three miles an hour, and then don't hold on to the sides for 15 minutes. Then tell me how that feels. Yeah. That's where you're really going to get your heart rate going. Cool. So uh, the competition is in three weeks? Yeah. So I have uh, Texas. So Sugarland, Texas, I'm going to Alpha Elite, which Christian Guzman, who's the uh, CEO of Alpha Elite, he just got done designing his new uh, complex. I think it's on. I think it's in that complex, but this is going to be like a pre-show. So this isn't NPC or anything cool like that. It's not in the actual Federation, but it's also just something that I can get ready. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to hop back on stage. I'm going to have some fun. And also I'm trying to become an athlete athlete. So oh, nice. 
do this correctly, this is really for a bigger picture of a mm. thing. Um, if I can get put in front of him, have limitless coaching be in front of him, you know, be able to be more visible in all areas. That is the biggest goal. So yeah, three weeks. And then November 20th, we are going back to Hawaii Nice for the show that I competed in not, uh, four years ago. But this time, Limitless Coaching is the main sponsor. Oh, and wow. we have a that we're going to have four athletes over there mm-hmm. with, uh, they're going to be talking about our coaching, exactly what we do. And I can't wait. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Dude, that's awesome. Well, hey, uh, good luck. You got to get that title back. I know it, dude, it's just going to be, I, but the thing is too, I know that I'm going to be competing against a lot of people that are on a lot of gear, 100%. Oh man. So, That's what, that was going to be my question. Yeah. How, how is it a fair playing field? Because it's obviously not. And, and are you oh, okay with that? 100% not fair. Yeah. But I'm completely okay with that. And my coach understands that too. They're like, Clint, you're not going to be the biggest, but you're going to be the most shredded. Nice. So okay. make sure your conditioning is on point. Your posing is on point. And then uh, we'll see what we can do. Even if I don't win, still completely fine. You know, I still, I want to show people that no matter what happens in your past, you can overcome adversity. You can actually put everything to the side and focus on what's in front of you. And it's all about your mindset and you can push yourself to do whatever you want in this world. Oh yeah. I love that dude. Yeah. And I guess kind of what that brings up for me too is like, in your coaching, do a lot of people come to you with like steroid questions, steroid like advice? Are you, are you kind of like anti-steroids for the general population or does that come up with you guys? Yeah, so uh, a big thing does come up. Uh, hormones come up mm-hmm. what, without a doubt the most. Right. So what I did, we partnered with Aspire Rejuvenation, which is a hormone replacement therapy clinic. And we are able, able to initiate TRT, thyroid, progesterone, any sort of hormone treatment that you need. We have 2,600 locations of lab corps that we're partnered with nationwide. And then we have 12 doctors on staff ready for your telehealth Zoom call. From there, you're going to get all your medication prescribed to you, sent to your doorstep, or picked up at a pharmacy near you. That all goes through limitless coaching or coaching as a, as a package. So nice. our six-month package comes with all of that. So you're able to get your hormone balance. You're able to get your meal plans through Icon Meals for all your meal prep, your supplements through First Form, and then also your six-month program through our app, all your workouts, videos, demonstration check-ins, everything. Dude, that's the full package right there, man. That's awesome. Would you say everybody needs their hormones checked? Like that's that's super common and unnoticed? I, I, would, say, I would say if you are 35 and up, 100% get your hormones checked. Now, a 24-year-old male, probably not. Your, your hormones are probably completely fine. But now, if you suffer from low testosterone and you might not know it, I have I have a lot of 27, 26-year-olds that just come to me and they're like, hey, man, I don't have any libido. I'm super low on energy. But the first thing we have to look at is what's your diet like? Right. Are you training? Are you having any healthy habits in your life? Because if you're eating you know, a bunch of junk and you're not sleeping well, I mean, that's all going to affect your hormones big time. So we take a look at that first, and then if we need to push them through, we get their blood work done. Or another thing, too, if they already have their blood work done and they have all the panels that they need, we can send them in and get their consultation done and then see if they actually truly need any kind of medication. Wow. Okay. And then so for you, did you, like after the stint with the thyroid, were you just like, dude, I'm done with the steroids? Like that was like the culprit for you? Like. I, I haven't touched steroids in four years and I never will. Nice. Because awesome. what happened with myself and, and putting myself in that situation for six, seven months, I don't ever want to experience that again. I don't care if I not the biggest guy. I don't care if I can't yeah. have the biggest anus muscles. I would never want to put anybody in the situation I was in. Yeah. It was no, cool. I don't blame you. And I guess that was kind of my question was it, like, it was the steroids were absolutely the culprit of the oh, thyroid yeah. imbalance, like it wasn't like a genetic thing or anything like that? Yeah, 100% the steroids. Gotcha. It, and it was the big thing was I didn't post-cycle therapy. Maybe if you I would have regulated it all. Didn't regulate anything. Yeah. So like all of my testosterone stopped. Like I put so much in my body that it stopped completely natural. producing. It, all natural producing stopped. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably just like people that coming off drugs, they have no dopamine, they have no serotonin, they have no nothing. And when people are off, uh, you know, 
uh, coming off drugs, they're just zombies almost. Like, not zombies like you would see walking around San Francisco, but just dull. <laughs> just, they just got nothing, you know? Because they don't make it anymore. Yeah. And you got to rebuild that path. <laughs> yeah. They say what? Methamphetamine creates like 1,000 times the dopamine like music does or sex or a cigarette. Like wow. meth creates a thousand times more than that. So, I mean. <laughs> they, no wonder I was addicted to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was an advertisement for meth. That was like a yeah, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Coming back from that, though, naturally is much harder is what you're saying. It was it was it was probably one of the greatest feelings. I mean, I never did meth, but cocaine for Close, sure. Yeah. We would literally just, you know, at 5 a.m. pass around a plate and talk about shit that didn't matter for the, last, for the next five hours. Yeah, and it was awesome. And yeah. <laughs> we thought we were going to rule the world with all of our new ideas. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's and the then thing we is the highs are high, but then the lows, man, oh, through the God, bottom. The next day when you're trying to wake up or you're trying to go to sleep and you're just flickering your eyes, looking at the wall, but because you can't, you did so much. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> the worst. The, the thing that annoyed me the most about cocaine is no anyone on cocaine they don't know how to listen. They only know how to talk. So it's like it's like a two hour one way conversation where it's like yeah 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 yeah. But and then it's like your turn. But you didn't hear anything anyone said. It's just like so annoying. I never had enough money to do cocaine for any length of time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's different. Oh, it was yeah. definitely the rich bitch drug for sure. Yeah. So what is your, <laughs> I'm just going to segue into something totally different here. After your competition, what is your routine like getting back to quote unquote normal? No more like competition mode. How do you bring yourself down naturally or uh, safely to not hit those low lows? So we'll, uh, well, now that I'm not on any steroids anymore, we don't have to worry about the hormones or anything like okay. that. So that is something that is, is golden. But what happens is that we need to reverse diet. So a lot of people in competition, what they do is they'll step on stage and then they'll, they'll walk off stage and they'll be like, it's all over. I can eat whatever I want now. Let's just bring it all in. But that's you. You cannot do that unless you want to blow up like a balloon. Mm. So what happens is when you put all of that sodium in all of those calories in your body, you're actually your ankles and your wrists start to swell up a oh, lot. Damn. So you need to really watch what you eat. So what we'll do is we'll reverse diet, meaning I'll still be on a diet or, you know, or something of that nature for the next like couple of weeks. And that's just so I maintain my leanness, start to fill out naturally and how I should and I don't just blow up because last time I did this, I, I gained 30 pounds two days after. Wow, dude, 30 that's, pounds. Wow. That's crazy. Probably a lot of water and it's probably, you know, but but still 30 pounds. Yeah, yeah. that's significant. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want that to happen again. And also, um, I also want to enjoy myself for sure. Yeah, I won't have to really think about eating egg whites at seven o'clock at night anymore. What I could actually have like a nice meal or go out with friends or try a new restaurant or Roca, which is right downstairs, which is like nicest Italian restaurant that I got to walk by every single day. Oh but my I can't gosh, eat. get some nice carbs down there. Holy yeah, crap. Exactly. That's my favorite kind of carb is Italian food. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Hey, talk about discipline though, you know, like, Ooh. dude, being able to walk by an Italian restaurant, smelling all the, all the smells and still being able to like stay true to the plan, even though it's the last thing you want to do. But it's the right. thing that you need to do. I'm sure that's shown up throughout your life. That's a that's a skill that everyone needs and not everyone has. Uh, I, I would agree 100%. I just know that it took me a long time to realize who I truly was. Yeah. And now that I know what I have in front of me, one, what I built to the team that I have around me, I can't let those people down. Mm-hmm. We have over 100, 130 clients in Limitless Coaching right now. We grow every single day. You know, if I even take a step off the, the gas, these people are looking up to me. These people like look at my stories and look at my Facebook and look at my Instagram for motivation. And if they see me lacking, they're going to lack too. Right. Yep. So that's one thing that, you know, it sucks. Like if I'm sick, I was sick for three days the other time. People were messaging me, calling me like, Clint, are you dead? Are you alive? What's going on? 
And like, I was completely fine, but they didn't see my post go out at a certain time. They didn't see that Instagram story go out. They didn't see, and they wondered what, what happened to me. So I think it's, it's, it's pretty cool that people are starting to follow what I'm doing. And hopefully my goal is to motivate, uplift and inspire as many people as I can. And just be able to teach people that you can do it. You just got to put your mind to it. I love it. Well, and I think what you you have and what we go through is um, holding yourself accountable allows you to hold others accountable. And as a coach, as a leader, like that is imperative. You have to hold yourself to a standard because then you don't have blind spots and holding others to that same standard because you know the discipline that it takes and you're doing it. And so you can you can really enforce that on them, which if you're not walking the walk, I think you can be a bit lenient or reasonable. And uh, you're definitely not that. You just went and did meth, you know, tomorrow. And then people are looking at you like you're the leader, but, you know, you decided to go and, and take that, that next step where you knew that you shouldn't have done it. Right. So it's like the same thing. They look at you for health and fitness. And that's why I don't really understand a lot of this. A lot of the people in this industry, to be honest, because a lot of them don't take their health seriously. Uh, they take a lot of steroids. They party a shitload. And there's some of your top influencers that you probably watch and see. Dude. But it's, you know, smoke and mirrors right it's it's you know they think one thing but they're really doing another which is perfectly fine if that works for them that works for them but i want to be honest with myself and know that i'm truly doing everything i possibly can every single day to be the best version of myself yep well hey man kudos to you because dude so i'm 29 and a lot of my i know a lot of people that are fitness coaches yeah mindset coaches and i'm like (laughs) dude i've been counseling people uh about drugs and alcohol and trauma and codependency for the last seven years. Like I get upset when I see some dude that like over quarantine was like, huh, I'm going to be a mindset coach now, you know? And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I have like this, like, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I have this thing with it. So like, I appreciate you like being legit and I wish the market wasn't so saturated with people that are hopping on Instagram saying, you know, if you want to lose weight, take magic mushrooms, microdose mushrooms and yep. drink alcohol on the weekend, but do my program during the week and you'll get all these crazy results. I mean, there's so many sales pitches and gimmicks out there, but that oh, space yeah. definitely is saturated with people that do not know what they're talking about. Dude, I was, I was there. I was that person at one point. <laughs> oh no. I was, I, <laughs> I was that person when I first started, when I was right, with my right. ex, you know, I would party on the weekends and then be like, hey, buy my program because I can get you in the right shape. Right. And it wasn't until I took a really deep look at myself and be like, why would people want to follow you if they see you partying on the weekend and doing all this crazy shit, but you're really not the person you truly resemble? Right, right, right. That's huge. Once, I, once I realized that, my business grew exponentially. Like yeah. actually like... It was because people saw you as like, damn, Clint. All right, cool, man. You, you're doing something right. Whatever you're doing, I want to do. But you know, it can't be the same thing you're doing because we're all different people. Right. So being able to make a tailored plan, making sure the nutrition plan, everything, is set for them. I mean, that's our that's that that's our biggest goal: customizing and making sure that it works for you. And isn't the big part of it, uh, and we see this a lot too, is also just putting in the work diligently consistently just putting in the work because i think we also just live in a society where we just want to the quick fix the pill the this the that the overnight and it just doesn't work like that it's just consistent work and keeping people motivated to keep doing the work i agree 100 percent. one thing we do in limitless coaching that i don't think any other coaching that i know of does is every single one of our clients fills out a limitless accountability schedule so it's time blocking we know exactly what you're doing on the hour of the hour every single day. So that gives you the accountability, us the accountability to know where you're proficient in your day, when you're getting your workouts in, when you're going to work, when you have family time, whatever it may be. And when you learn how to time block your day, you will realize how valuable your time is. Cause I guarantee there's some people that you know will try to time block their day. They'll have like six hours where they do absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And then you realize you're like, shit, man, I've, I got six hours a day. That's 30 hours a week that I could be bettering myself, reading a book, working on my self-development, you know, learning a new job, learning a new task, whatever it may be to be better for yourself. But people don't take that time. Yeah. 
So we really like to give that realization and be like, all right, cool. So you don't have those time block. Let's make some, what do we want to do there? What can you focus on? What we, what can we do in your business? What can we do in your relationship? You want to have a date night. I think every single one of my clients should have a date night. If you're in a relationship, every single one, because that is you guys together. Now I can't hold a relationship longer than six months. So don't take it really from me, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if I could, I'd be doing date nights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I could, I'd be doing date nights. That's right. Yeah. You like want date nights so bad, you're like pushing it on everybody else. <laughs> I live vicariously through everyone else. Yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Oh, man. Well, Clint, we don't want to keep you. We know you got to go soon, man. But where do you see... Uh, like what's next for you besides the competition? Like what's next for Limitless? What's next for you? What are you thinking? What's what's on the horizon, man? Oh man, um, we have some big partnerships uh, in the works right now. Wounded Warriors Project is one. Red and White Blue Project is one. Uh, once we, you know, get in, our biggest thing is how do we get in front of a lot of people and be able to provide value and show what we can do not necessarily charge anybody. Cause honestly, I'm about the long-term game in this. I know limitless coaching is going to leave a legacy. I know we're going to be the number one online fitness coaching, you know, in the world at one point, I know it's going to take some time, you know, the no like, and trust factor has to happen first. So as we still develop content and provide value and keep pushing out every single day, like the consistency factor, it's going to take some time. Yeah. But whatever we can do to make our coaching that much better, we have specialty coaches coming on for Ironmans, triathlons, tough mutters. We have other coaches coming on for swimming. You know, how do we make it so that we can make this coaching really the most unique coaching? When people hear about this, they're like, listen, oh, you're on Limitless? Dude, I tried to get in Limitless two years ago and I couldn't get in. That is what I want the, to really be known as the coaching that, you know, we have the ultimate package or anything you want to do. Cause I would love to bring on mindset coaches. I would love to bring on just every Avenue that we possibly can to make this the best it can. Yeah. I think that's so key. It's just meeting people where they're at. And if you have mm-hmm. everything available, you can meet them in wherever they're at. I, and we were, we were talking about franchising at the end of the year. I think that's a little um, push forward. I don't think that's going to happen, but we do want to add a point franchise in every single state. So you could see a limitless, you know, maybe, uh, you have a limitless building here. You have a limitless building here. Whatever. We want to be like Starbucks every yeah. five feet. You see. Awesome. Hey, well, you're on to something, man. And I think, you know, the, the biggest thing to me is the authenticity and like the realness that you are, are, are dishing out. Cause that's what sells, you know, people like people, dude. And I think that's huge. And you, you kind of do have the whole package and you know, I'm, uh, I'm stoked for you, you know, and if mm-hmm. I have any, business i'll send it your way because i don't want people to uh find the other people on my instagram <laughs> the imposters. yeah i don't want i don't want anyone finding those people dude <laughs> i appreciate it no 100 percent. if i know anybody who needs a addiction counseling or needs help in that area that's oh, 100 whatever i can do to help you guys and help other people i know a lot of people that thankfully have changed their life since seeing my life change a lot of people yeah. i used to party with drugs with all the time and been like yo your, your content has literally changed our lives. Like our whole group that I used to party with doesn't party anymore. Nice. And they're actually focusing on themselves and focusing on business and trying to better themselves. That's what it's all about. Amazing. So why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you if they want to uh, personally get in contact with you or they're interested in, in Limitless program? How can we best find you? Sure. Uh, the website is livelimitlessllc.com. You can look me up on Facebook, Clint Riggin. You can join our, uh, we have a Facebook group, Limitless Life, where we do education, workouts, nutrition, motivation, mindset, um, all the above. And then also on, did I say Instagram already? I think so. I also have a podcast too. That's the Living Limitless podcast that we, we're going to start doing interviews after uh, the competition because I've just been so tired. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good call, man. Good call. I'll, I'll, definitely, I'll definitely get you guys on there for, for an interview. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. yeah we'd dude, love we, that. Yeah. We'd love that, man. We'd love that. Cool. And we'll put it all in the show notes. So our listeners can directly get to you, which I'm sure they're going to want awesome. to. I'm stoked. Thank you guys for having me. This has been yeah. an absolutely amazing experience. You awesome. know, every, every podcast I'm on, I've never had this much energy with somebody on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And you, L when it's there 
and you guys are incredible what you're doing. So I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. We love hearing that. All right, guys, that's our show for today. We hope you found some value from listening. And if you did, please share with someone you know or love. You can find us on social media. We are at Elevate Addiction Services. And if you or a loved one are struggling with addiction, please call our toll-free, confidential 24-hour helpline at 833-33-SOBER or visit our website at elevaterehab.org.